Welcome to Wednesday, the Extraordinary Talk Show. Let me just click record on these things, and then I will get talking about the things that are important for me to talk about today, because I do have some pretty cool things that I think are really important. Not only that, here's the thing. For you guys today, I have for you three fantastic magic pills. One is literal, one is musical, one is mental. Please pause and wait with me while I start my broadcast. And by the way, I was on time today. It was my show that started too early. So that means I have about four fewer minutes than I usually do to tell you all the things that I want to tell you. And I want to get to all three of these magic fantastic pills. If I don't get to all of them, you might have to wait till next week. But I want you to hear them this week because I have other things to talk about next week too. All right, it is Wednesday and you are here with your host Stella on the Extraordinary Talk Show. I'm a little flustered today because I'm in the middle of moving. I may have mentioned to you guys that I am moving to Las Vegas which I'm super excited about, which means that I'll be reformatting the show just slightly. I'm still going to come up here to St. George because there's people in Southern Utah that are very important to me. And there are things in Southern Utah that are important to me, one of which is the show. So what the plan is for now is that I am going to come up twice a month. My plan is to come up every other week to do the show. And when I'm up to do the, the live show, like right now, I will at the same time, or afterwards, record something to be put in next week. And then that will also be posted to Spotify and all the pod catchers next week on Wednesday. Instead of me coming in to do a live show four times a month, I'll be doing it twice a month. That's what we're going to do right now. But like all things I believe in practicing based on what works. So we're going to try it out. And if it works, great. And if not, we'll try something else. Anyway. I want to get to these three magic pills. Fantastic. Here's what I'm talking about today. And I'm going to try and talk fast because I know you only have so much time anyway. Like always, don't believe me unless you want to believe me. Don't do anything I say just because I said it or just because I did it. That's for dang sure. And please make up your own choices. But remember, if you're here, it's because you're done playing the victim game and you're ready to be responsible for yourself, your life, and your un universe, in fact. <clears throat> So my question to you is, why are you not fantastic? Right this minute, why are you not fantastic? You might have reasons why you think that you're not fantastic. There might be a lot of things going on that are stressing you out or bothering you or causing you emotions. But here's the thing. All of those things, if you were, if you were to go pick out all of them, if you're sitting in your chair and you have five minutes just to sit in your chair and you go through all of the things that you think you're upset about, in the next five minutes, without leaving your chair, can you change any of those things? If you were to leave your chair now versus five minutes from now, would it make a difference on any of those things? Because I'm sure you want to take action on those things, but every action that you want to take is probably going to be just as effective if you start at five minutes from now as from now. So take this next five minutes to be fantastic. 
You have no reason to not be fantastic. In fact, celebration is the highest state of being. And isn't fantastic kind of the same as being in celebration? So take five minutes to to be fantastic. All the things that you're stressing about, like I said, bills, worries, kids, yada, yada. Fix it in five minutes. Take this five minutes for you to be fantastic. Now, what other things might be keeping you from being fantastic? I have two other things, aside from your daily worries, that I already talked about. Two things that I believe are maybe holding you back from being fantastic. The first one is that you think you shouldn't be. Did you hear me? You, it may be possible, and I don't know because I'm not you, and there's more than one reason here. There's a lot of you out there. It may be possible that the reason that you are not fantastic is because you think you shouldn't be. For some reason, you think you don't deserve to be fantastic. For some reason, you think you don't have a right to be fantastic. Maybe you think you don't have permission to be fantastic. Maybe someone told you that you shouldn't be fantastic. Well, if you listened to them, maybe consider what I have to say. That was stupid. You have no reason not to be fantastic. You deserve to be fantastic. You have a right to be fantastic. You have earned being fantastic. And it wouldn't matter if you had or not. You deserve it anyway. You are a being alive, taking breath, thinking thoughts. If that's not worth being fantastic, I don't know what is. So why else would you think that you shouldn't be? There was a time that I thought I had to earn feeling good. That I wasn't allowed to feel good unless I had earned it. I learned, I used to believe that, and I learned that that was stupid. And I'm here to tell you, in case that's something that you maybe thought or considered or thought was even a possibility, that was stupid. There is nothing that you have to do to earn the feeling of fantastic. There's nothing that you have to do to earn the right to celebrate. You can celebrate all kinds of different things. Maybe you didn't win that trophy. You can celebrate something else. And there's a whole lot of them. So here's one really, really important thing. It's really important. When it, when it comes to thinking you shouldn't be fantastic, thinking that you don't have a right to be, Here's one of these magic pills I'm going to give you. This is a mental magic pill. And I believe it's a mental magic pill because this small thing was for me and might be for you, fair warning. One of the things that I didn't know that upon knowing changed a whole lot of things for me. Um, Might even have changed my whole life. In fact, I believe that it has because what I got was a new understanding And I want to share this understanding with you because if you can adopt, and I'm not telling you you have to, but if you can and want to adopt this understanding as your own, it just might change your life the way that it changed mine. What a break. It's really hot outside. Well, first of all, I learned that, I mean, I kind of was worried that maybe God didn't want me to be fantastic. Like maybe I hadn't earned it through him and the ways that he wanted, yada, yada. And... So I realized, and I've said this before on the show, but I hope you're listening. God didn't send me here to be miserable. He didn't. In fact, if you believe in a God, and I do, I believe that God sent me here to be happy, not miserable. 
So there's a very good reason to not be miserable, but to be fantastic. God didn't send you here to be miserable. And a lot of those reasons that you think you should be miserable, like I said, those are kind of stupid reasons. And God didn't send you here to be stupid either. So God didn't send you here or me to be miserable. And God didn't send you here to be stupid. Well, I put that on Facebook the other day because I thought it was rather poignant. And my friend Amanda commented and she said, quote, I don't believe in a God, unquote. Thank you, Amanda. I am, when she, when I saw that comment from Amanda, I lit up because this statement is true. I realized for, for anyone who chooses to adopt it, but I adopt, what I did is I changed those words around. Because I said, God didn't send me here to be stupid. And God didn't send me here to be miserable. Well, if you don't believe in a God, look, think of it like this. Nobody sent you here to be stupid. And nobody sent you here to be miserable. So if you are doing those things, cut it out. Because nobody sent you here to be stupid. And nobody sent you here to be miserable. That's one new way of thinking about it. Here's another reason that you might think you need to be miserable. And just hear my side. You might think for some reason, you might have seen, heard, thought somewhere that you need to suffer. And I have a problem with that. And I'm going to explain why I have a problem with that. I think that in, over time, we know that languages change and they change formats, they change words, they change verbiage, they change spelling, yada, yada. And over time, we lose really valuable and important things. And in fact, in the scriptures, it even talks and says that in the late, later days that there will be many important parts of the scriptures and, and important things that are lost to us. And let me tell you guys, I believe that the word suffer and the true meaning of the word suffer is one of those things. Hang with me. Because we think of, when you hear the word suffer, you think of pain. Do you not? Do you not have the word suffer and the word pain automatically kind of linked in your brain? Well, but think about this. We know that if you're going to go back to the scriptures, because that's where a lot of, a lot of my foundational ideas came from. Um, but if you're going to go back to the scriptures, you want to talk about Jesus and Jesus suffered in Gethsemane. Okay. All right. Um, but what about a few years back before that? when Jesus was hanging out and there was all these little kids over here and they wanted to run up and jump on his lap. And Jesus told his followers, uh, we, they called them apostles back then, but we call them followers now or whatever you want to call it. He told them, suffer the little children to come unto me. Now, what did that mean? And I've spent a lot of time thinking about that. Suffer the little children to come unto me. Was he telling Peter and John to smack those kids around and get them over here? I'm pretty sure that is not what he meant. And so I did the whole look it up in the dictionary thing. And there's a lot of meanings of the word suffer. And most of them are related to discomfort or pain or unhappiness of some sort. But clear down at the bottom, it says to let go to allow. And that's what Jesus was saying when he said, suffer the little children to come unto me. He said, allow them to come unto me. And 
So I want you, this is one of the magic pills that I'm giving you is a new definition. It's a magic definition. Because from now on, every time you hear the word suffer, instead of thinking of whatever you used to think of, your trained thought, and you're probably going to automatically think that because that's what you're trained to think. But who you really are is not what you're trained as, but what you do when it's up to you. So the first thought you're going to have is that trained thought. That's just automatically going to pop up into your head. And then the second thought is up to you to say, hang on a minute. That's not what suffering means. Somebody's playing a joke on me. Suffering means allowing. It doesn't mean hurting. And I think that if you say that aloud to yourself, if you have a conversation with yourself about this and you say these words out loud, I think that what happened to me might happen to you or something like it, your version of it. Because when I first realized that and I started talking about suffering as allowing, my truth center inside my core was really happy. I absolutely felt the truth of suffering as meaning to allow. So now I try to find things to suffer. And this goes back to what we were just talking about a minute before. If you think you need to suffer, fine, do it this way. If you think you need to suffer, if you read something somewhere that said the sufferers will win or whatever that translation was, if you think you need to suffer, it's up to you how you do that. You don't have to bleed from every pore. There's nothing in the scriptures, and I've looked, that says bleed from every pore. It's not in the Ten Commandments. It's not in the Beatitudes. It's not in there. Just because Jesus did it or they say he did it doesn't mean you have to. So if you're going to suffer and if you insist on suffering, great. Do it the good way. Allow. Suffer those little children. That doesn't mean smack them around to get them over here. It means allow them. Suffer your life to get better. Suffer yourself to get better. Suffer yourself to change your mind once in a while. Suffer yourself to use some introspection to figure out what's working for you and what's not. Change the definition of that word. Suffer yourself to change the definition of that word. Because it's a beautiful word. And when you learn to use it, it changes the meaning of it for you. And then it becomes very, very powerful. And I hope you can figure that out. That was your mental magic pill. Here is your music magic pill. But first, I have to take another drink of water. There's a song. And I'm just going to give you from myself, the, my own words, well, my, my vocal cords anyway. The song is by just Jonathan Colton. And it's simply called, I Feel Fantastic. And this is your music magic pill. Because if you want to feel fantastic, all you got to do is listen to this song. Look it up. And let me tell you what the chorus is. I'm not going to sing it all because you don't want to hear it all from me. But the chorus goes like this. I feel fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think of how I felt that day, when I felt the way that I do right now, right now. I feel fantastic, 
And I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think of how I felt that day. When I felt the way that I do right now. Right now. Right now. So that's your music magic pill. Look up that song. If you ever don't feel good and you want to feel good, listen to that song. Okay. We got one more magic pill still coming to help you be fantastic. I have one more reason why you're not fantastic. Why I think you're not fantastic. And I could be wrong because only no, only you really, really know. But here is what I think is wrong. Is I think you're too scared. Allow me to explain. You might think that you're too much something. Let me tell you, you can't be too much anything. You are literal God energy. You cannot be too much anything. You can't be too happy. You can't be too joyful. You can't, be, you can't have too much fun. You can't be too awesome. I'm testing that theory. Join me. You can't be too much goodness. You can't be too much love. You can't be too fantastic. One thing, one thing, and maybe it's not the only thing, but one thing that maybe you are too much of is too scared. And I want to give you a little bit of a magic pill with this, an understanding that here's another thing, a the suffix of the word, the meaning of the word, the root word. We only learn about those a little bit in high school, but they're really pretty valuable because when it comes to things like pain, there's the, the root word ama means, means unresolved pain. In fact, it kind of means how unresolved pain plays out. And you might have some of that unresolved pain playing, playing out. And if it was caused by tragedy, then that ama might look like trauma. And if it was caused... And if the way that it's playing out right now is through dramatics, then that's a sign that that ama is related to drama. Do you get it? Look at your root words. Also, if you want to steam it out, go in the sauna. I had a lot of fun coming up with the list for these, but my show is not long enough to go into all of that. So I have a, another magic pill for you. And this is a literal magic pill. And I'm in the process of testing this, but I want your help testing it. Because, I mean, I could wait until all the tests are done and then come tell you to try it out. But I want you to try it out with me. Only if you want to, consensually, obviously. I'm not trying to sell it to you. Um, the magic pill that I found, I'll explain. Things that are similar do similar things. And if you find something that, does a thing in one area, it will likely do a similar thing in another area. And here's what I'm talking about. If you're talking about allowing, if you're talking about letting go, the magic pill for that is magnesium. Literally, pills of magnesium. You can go down to the corner store or your whatever your grocery store is and look in the vitamin section under M and look up magnesium. You can get them generic. You can get like the high quality ones if you want to pay extra. Magnesium is a magic pill for letting go. When you take magnesium, it will help your sore muscles relax. It will help the tightness in your muscles let go. Do you see that? Um, 
It will also, here's a really important thing. If you're constipated, it means you're holding stuff in, and it'll help you let go of that. Take some magnesium. You can even take the liquid if you don't want to take the pill. Um, and I believe that magnesium will help you suffer. It will help you allow your pain to let go. And please test it with me and let me know how that works for you. Guys, the show's over already. I can't believe it. I'll be back next week. Or a recording of me will be. I love you. Remember, nobody's better than you. And you are no better than anybody else. And the same goes for me. You've been listening to The Extraordinary Talk Show with Della Hill. Search YouTube and Facebook, Spotify, or Podbean for video and podcasts of this show. Or go to RadioStGeorge.com. We'll see you next week for another edition of The Extraordinary Talk Show.